for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. And good morning, y'all, and welcome back to Rosie on the House on this beautiful Arizona Saturday summer morning. We are Arizona's weekend wake-up call broadcasting for the past 30 years with the sole purpose of becoming every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We try and dig down on topics occasionally, pick a particular topic, and dive down deep so you learn the topic at more than just a surface-level knowledge. And Today... And the whole month of August, we're talking about water. And today we're talking about water treatment. And to do that, we brought in our Rosie certified water treatment expert serving the Pima County area, Mr. Jack Eversole of Connecticut Water of Tucson. Jack, thanks for coming in, man. Good morning, Rosie. All Thank right. I know, I know we're on one of your welcome. Thank you for taking the time for coming in. I know we're on one of your favorite topics. Arizona Wildcats? Uh, well, yeah, that's probably your first one, but right behind that comes... Water. And then your family is... Uh, be- before water, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rosie. But <laughs> water is up there, I know, and, and you know it well. As, as a kid that grew up in a home without treated water, our uncle had treated water, took a little getting used to. That was down in South Louisiana. We moved out to Arizona, still no treated water. Actually, Romy was the first one in building his house that went water treatment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, when I really spent a little time getting used to living with it, I don't think I could ever go back. And I know for a, I know for a fact Jennifer could never go back to municipal-supplied water. And not because it isn't safe, but it just chlorine the smells. enriched the t- for sure. The odors. Yeah. Ugh. And that's been over the last, oh, going on 17, 18 years, and we're really experiencing the higher levels of chlorine since 9-11 occurred. And that chlorine is out there to help kill bacteria and germs in the water. Ooh, man. Well, they're packing it in there because you could, I mean, standing in the shower, you could smell it. Oh, amen. Yeah. Right now, that chlorine level here in the greater Tucson area, running about 1.5 to 1.75 parts per million, which is pretty near ideal for your swimming pool. Is it really? It's that high? It's that high. Being delivered to the house. And we come out, we test the water, and we actually show that to the customer. Uh, The problem with the chlorine, uh, besides the smells, the taste, the odors, that's why a lot of major refrigerator companies have gone with carbon block filters in the refrigerator to eliminate them, is that it destroys the flapper valves in your toilets. Over a period of time, you start getting that black ring. It doesn't help much with your skin or your hair either. With eczema, psoriasis, dryness of the skin, it contributes to it. Well, and then once your palate develops a palate for chlorine-free water, you can, you, you can almost never go back. You can't go back. And my wife and I were just on vacation here recently up to the wonderful city of Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, three times higher than what Tucson is. And this that smell, just it rips apart iced tea, everything you drink. The chlorine level is three chlorine. times higher? Yes, it is. Well, they got that big, long straw going into Lake Mead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and a big ring afterwards a if big you ring. check it out. Big, big <laughs> ring, that's for sure. I was talking to somebody the other day that there's actually someone proposing, hey, why don't we just drain the Snake River and send it down to Lake Mead and fill sure. it back up? Snake sure. River, it would be a, a, a pipeline shorter than the Alaskan oil pipeline. That's exactly right. And we'd just be transporting water. And the fun part is Tucson gets the residual with the CAP. That's right. Central Arizona Project. Now, as a kid growing up, I always heard rumors that maybe we'd draw a straw over to Puerto Penasco. 
<laughs> when I was a and kid, and desalinate it somewhere around Naco. You know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but I remember as a kid, you know, back here in Tucson in the early seventies, we're all in groundwater, and we go out there and PE and run around, and we drop and <laughs> right over the siphons and drink the water, and there was no issues back then. But I don't recommend doing it now. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, if I, if we're going to have to put a straw anywhere to get more water down to us, I'd prefer it to be a Snake River than the <laughs> Gulf of California. Amen to that. Because <laughs> right. by the time it gets to the Gulf of California, man, it's been a long, long way. It is a long straw. <laughs> but water is 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 such a simple thing. I mean, it covers what two thirds of the planet of the Earth. That's exactly right. Uh, but only like three percent of it. Is right. clean, is usable, potable, potable, consumable for human consumption. That is correct. So it's a limited commodity, so we have to take care of it. We have to treat it right. And the municipalities are doing their due diligence. They're That's taking it. That's one thing. Central Arizona Project here in Tucson's done an awesome job. I love them. But we just take over from there. For those folks who are concerned, don't like the itchy dry skin, they don't like the white scaling in the dishwasher, the faucets, the fixtures, and that's where we take over. Well, in the 70s when Tucson was, what, 600,000? Less than that. Maybe maybe less than that. Yeah, probably less than that. Uh, We didn't have the CAP. Nope. And we were operating off city wells, groundwater, and we were pulling water out of the desert soil at what hardness levels? I would say between three and five grain of hardness. Three to five grain down in the Tucson Basin area. And very, very, if not any, chlorine at all. Okay, then we dig a 265-mile-long ditch, line it with concrete, take water out of the Colorado River, the entire 247 miles to get Tucson. We're, we're evaporating a lot. Correct. It's, getting, it's literally getting harder by the mile. Correct. Is that an exaggeration? No, I think you're right on target, Rosie. Yeah, so by the time we reintroduce the CAP water, which we need to be the size city that we are now, mm-hmm. uh, you're introducing a hardness in the 70s that were 3 to 5. And we're sitting today at 15 to 18 grain of calcium hardness. And that's just an average uh, valley-wide. That's valley-wide for Tucson yeah. uh, throughout the city, heading up to the Oro Valley area as well. as They start taking on the CAP water as well. Okay. So that hardness means what? Calcium buildup destroys the plumbing over a period of time. And I don't care if you have PVC, PEX, galvanized, Wearsbow, it just adheres to everything. And think of an artery. Your artery, if we eat the wrong foods, they start to collect and it builds and it builds and it starts to restrict the flow. Well, the calcium hardness does the same thing. And that's why we come out and we can show you how that can be rendered and how it can be fixed. Okay. So the hardness is one issue. Chlorine is another issue. Chlorine is a completely different issue. And then we have your health, and that will come with the drinking water. And when we test the drinking water, we measure for inorganic calcium, magnesium, uh, lead, crypto, gerardia. These inorganics that can only be removed or extracted by boiling, distilling, are using the process of reverse osmosis. So we come out and offer the complete package to our customer. And reverse osmosis, a good way to paint that picture for the homeowner, it's, it's like a, a microfiltration that is through correct. multiple layers. We approximately have five filters right now in the Kinetico system that will make 99.99999% pure, microbiologically safe water. So if you're worried about cryptosporidium, arsenic, lead, hexavalent chromium, heck, we're even certified for hepatitis A, hepatitis E, and anthrax. 
All right. So a delivery of clean water. We call that the point of use. That's exactly right. And I think water treatment industry, both on a government level and a private level, are getting to the point where they're growing more and more comfortable with saying, homeowners, we're going to deliver you safe water, but point of use is your last level of protection. That's correct. It's on you, the customer. And I think it's going to be going more and more that way as I see it, coast to coast. Throughout the country. I agree. So I want to talk about some of the myths that are out there as it relates to water treatment and some of the myths about how you do or you don't create soft water. There's a lot of equipment out there that talks about, I think most of their marketing material now has the word softened off of it, and they're just water treatment units. Conditioned water. Conditioned water. Is the new verbiage. And what, what are they in relation to a true softener? A water conditioner will eliminate 3 to 8% of the calcium hardest. It's basically a tank of carbon, activated carbon. And the carbon will extract the chlorine, the chloramine, some pesticides. But if you check with your local Arizona Water Quality Association, they'll state to you, unless you're using an ion exchange, whether it be salt or potassium, the unit will not take out calcium hardness. You've got to use it. You've got to have the ion exchange. That's exactly right. And the the activated carbon charcoal, is the number one filter for getting the chlorine out. Taste and odors. Taste and odors. Your refrigerator filter, taste and odor. That's all it is. And most of the manufacturers have gone to that little simple cartridge that you date when you screw it in and you remind you to replace it every once in a while. $60 to $80 three months, four months later, you replace it. Do we even want to talk about the six- and seven- and eight-year-old carbon filters that people have in their refrigerators (laughs) and underneath their counters it's pretty sad and leading to the ice makers because it does have a shelf life there's definitely a shelf life (laughs) now once we take that chlorine out and we're delivering it to the kitchen sink uh now that water has taken on some new properties as i tell my customers the water will be palatable through the faucet or through the refrigerator, and that's its limitation. Uh, and able to cleanse it more, you've got to use that reverse osmosis, run it through a set of filters to remove those inorganics from the water that no whole house system will do. And when we store that water in that RO reservoir underneath the sink, now that's virtually pure water. Correct. Does it have a shelf life sitting in that container? <laughs> I tell my snowbirds, when they come home from Illinois, Michigan, wherever they've been the last seven or eight months to get to escape the beautiful Arizona heat in the summer that we're so used to, to empty their tank. It's it's not going to be that hazardous to drink, but just a recommendation to drain it. And you're going to empty it by just turning on the little gooseneck valve? That's exactly right. And it runs till it drains out? And when it drains out, fill it right back up again, and you're good to go. How much time will it take for that RO system to refill that, what, Our a membrane, gallon and a half? Our membrane is a 44-gallon-a-day membrane, so henceforth about 45 minutes to an hour in reality. Yeah, so you're going to be without that water for the first hour you're back home. In reality, Rosie, the system will keep manufacturing the purified water, just that it'll take, you know, about an hour to get a gallon back. All right. We're here talking water and water treatment with Jack Eversole of Connecticut Water of Tucson. We're here for the rest of the hour talking to you about what you do and don't have to be worried about when it comes to treating water. You know, 
water conditioners. Hey, you know what? A paddle and a five-gallon bucket can be a water conditioner. And welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to Rosie on the House, where this month, all month long, we're talking about the different aspects of water and the role it plays in your life here in the great state of Arizona. From the recreational consumption of water out on the lakes and rivers to the consumption of healthy drinking water right in your home. And that's the topic of today in particular. We've got Mr. Jack Eversole in studio with Connecticut Water of Tucson. Again, Jack, thanks for taking time out of your Saturday morning to come You're in. You're very welcome. To thank it. you, Rosie. Well, I have said, Jack, that um, the water treatment industry, as far as I know, best I can tell, has as many snake oil salesmen as literally any industry I'm aware of. And that puts a bad mark on us. There really is does. so much bad information out there about what water treatment and conditioning is or isn't. 20 years ago, I came into the business with Connecticut after 15 years of working for a company called Montgomery Ward, and I was selling appliances. And people would actually come in and say, there is a white scale buildup on this dishwasher you sold me. I said, I'm sorry, but it's the water. So when Montgomery Ward folded in 99, I came on board in Las Vegas with Connecticut. And we started going out and talking to prospects and customers, and they're asking me, they said, I had a man in here or a lady that was talking to me about magnets or using electronic pulsation to change positive calcium ions into negative calcite crystals. It just doesn't work. You've got to use an ion exchange. Yeah, there is a system out there that actually puts magnets on the water line as it comes into your house. There is some evidence that it changes the character of the water while it is in that magnetic field. But once it's past that field, you turn the water on in the kitchen, that treated water goes through the magnetic field, gets three or four feet into the house, which is still 40 feet away from the faucet. You're back to calcium hardness again. Yeah. The white scale buildup. So we have not found any credible testing literature that tells us the magnetic systems work at all. And I still get customers today that ask that question. And my answer to them is, look, I'm with Connecticut. I'm biased. I'm talking to you about water treatment, what we offer. Do yourselves a favor. Call the Arizona Water Quality Association. They're a third-party advocate for you, the consumer. 480-947-9850. And ask for Dave Perry. He's there for you. I've been there a long time. I think I first met Dave probably 20 years ago. Like 25 plus. Well, has, has it been that long yes, you've sir. been there? Yes, but sir. it's the Arizona Water Quality Association, and they actually certify brands of equipment and the claims that particular equipment makes. It's a certification process that the bona fide water condition equipment subjects itself to. That's exactly right. And there's a lot of equipment out there that you won't see. Arizona Water Quality Association seals on. Anything that says no salt, no potassium, I've seen no certification so far. Interesting. Strictly chlorine removal, and that's its limitations. And it's my understanding that scientifically and technically, you can soften water without an ion exchange, but the nanofiltration you have to send it through for a residential application 
it, that would be a thirty or forty thousand dollar filter system for one house. And you're going to take two cars out of your garage and yes, put a four hundred gallon holding tank. Now the other problem is. If you use whole house reverse osmosis and there's any metal plumbing in the house whatsoever, it will come in contact and erode it over a period of time because purified water is too aggressive on metal. One of the best cleansers on the planet, right? Right. <laughs> just, just purified water. It goes in your body, helps your body, of course, keeps you hydrated, but don't put it in metal. <laughs> yeah, it, not a, it, it is an excellent cleanser. Uh, it, it carries that cleanliness to it, but as it travels through whatever it's traveling, it, it also picks up a lot of whatever else it is you're cleaning out of it. Oh, that's exactly right. Contaminants, whatever it may be, even cleansers. Yeah. yeah. So we're here talking water and water treatment, trying to protect you from walking down the aisles of the home shows or falling subject to the advertising you may be getting in the direct mail piece that ends up in your mailbox or the long infomercials that you may or may not see on a Saturday afternoon trying to sneak a nap and catching on the television about what water treatment is and isn't. We're here to try and set the record straight. And as Jack said, in researching your water conditioning equipment, if it isn't Arizona Water Quality Association certified, I would encourage you, don't even spend the time trying to scientifically research it yourself to try and figure out whether it really is the bargain or the deal that the marketing literature, the particular person you're talking to, is, is advocating that it is. If it doesn't have the Arizona Water Quality Association, which is a non-partisan, uh, objective, third-party testing association, certification, and information resource... Exactly. What's their number again? That number is 480-947-9850. Mr. Dave Perry at the Arizona Water Quality Association. And it, he'll, he'll take your calls and he'll answer your questions. If you say, well, I heard Rosie and Jack say this, or I heard Rosie and Jack say that, Dave will straighten us out. If, if, if we stumbled on anything, I don't know anybody more qualified to straighten us out, Mr. Dave Perry. We would invite you to give it a call. We want you to do the due diligence because there is a time. If I could have a fraction of the money that's wasted on water treatment equipment that actually does nothing, I'd be a rich man. Bringing it back to Rosie on the House. Good morning, all. We appreciate y'all tuning in. The entire month of August, we are covering the topic of water. And in particular, we're talking about the water as it is delivered to the tap at your home, in your shower, at your bathroom sink, at your kitchen sink, to the ice maker in the refrigerator. And we're having that conversation with Rosie Certified Water Treatment Specialist, Mr. Jack Eversoll, with Connecticut Water of Tucson. Jack, again, thanks for this information and time to educate our listeners. Anytime. Thank you, Rosie. All right. So we were talking on the way out that you can treat water and you can condition water. You could call stirred water conditioned water. I mean, you, you just take water out of a 
tap and stir it, you're conditioning the water. You're aerating it. You're right? aerating it. That's about the limitations of it. I mean, if, if you allow it to off-gas in a pitcher on the countertop long enough, eventually you'll off-gas most of the chlorine if you stir it every once in a while. That's right. That's exactly right. So you can take the term water treatment and water conditioning and interlace it into marketing pieces about certain components that really add a tremendous amount of confusion to what people are really looking for when they're trying to find treated water. And people always want to get the best deal, the best product for the best of their dollar. And they need to be educated because there's just so much bad info being put out today. And I would I would do a lot to get people to reconsider all the water plastic bottles. You know, growing up as a kid, I I never saw a water plastic bottle. Ever. <laughs> and when they started putting water in a plastic bottle and selling it in the late set mid to late seventies, uh, what idiot would buy that when you could just go to the backyard and turn the hose on? <laughs> <laughs> You're safer, probably. <laughs> you probably were. Because what is in that bottle? I want to know when I go to the grocery store, what is in my bottle of water when I buy it? And by taking the step and getting your own system at the house, you can eliminate that puzzling question, what am I getting? Because a lot of times when you step into that store and you buy that bottle of bottle, bottle water that you think is purified or it's coming out of the best spring of the country – it could be nothing more than tap water, ran through a carbon filter, if even that, for taste and odor. Yeah, you could put a carbon filter at your kitchen sink and get the same water the for, same for a fraction of the cost. That's exactly uh, right. And not have to deal with, they say that about 15% of all these plastic containers actually make it back to the recycling plant. I think it's probably less than that. It, I mean, it's a horrible statistic. Driving down the roads, people just pitching them on the side, you see them everywhere. You see them in trash cans. I mean, where are they going to end up, Rosie? I mean. Well, we're back to the point of our conversation we were talking about earlier, point-of-use filtration, where we're taking care of the water we're going to consume right there at the point. We, main, we maintain it. We watch it. We purchase it, research it. You know, and then that's how we're assured the water quality being delivered right there within our own house. And that's where the, the drinking water system that we put at the kitchen sink takes your guesswork out of knowing what you're getting. And it is using a series of filters. And yes, those filters do have to be changed periodically, but still it's a lot more convenient, a lot less expensive, and a lot better for the environment than going out and buying case after case of water. Oh, man. Let's take the water treatment in your system from the water manifold to the tap. Okay. So we're coming in the house. First thing that happens on the under the sink system is the water comes into a five micron sediment filter. And that takes out the big particles in the water, calcium, alkali, rock, and then it enters the membrane. The membrane does the opposite. It eliminates the point zero 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 five microns of impurities in the water. Crypto, gerardia, calcium, inorganic, uh, sodium. So if there's any salt in the water, if you're concerned about being on a salt-free diet, we do give you salt-free water. Then the system on the, goes into what we call the, uh, the perfective filter, which will make microbiologically pure water for bacteria, viruses, protozoa, crypto. Then it sits in the tank. 
and then we go to our beautiful designer faucet that we install at your sink or to your refrigerator because a majority of the time we can hook up the drinking water station directly to the refrigerator to protect the ice maker. Rosie, when you go to your refrigerator, when you get those ice cubes, they always come out perfectly clear. Well, they do at my house. Okay, <laughs> you've got a system. But most customers that I talk to don't have any filtration other than that carbon filter inside the refrigerator. And their ice cubes are solid white. And they put those into a glass. They fill it up from the water coming out of the refrigerator. They hold it up to the light. And by golly, there's little particulates or floaties as they refer right. to, which are the inorganics. They can only be extracted by boiling, distilling, or using the process of reverse osmosis. So when you go to the faucet on the Kinetico, you open it up. The water will come out of that reserve tank. And the final process, it goes through an activated carbon filter for any remaining taste and odor. But we go above and beyond. We have an indicator counter that actually counts and measures how much water that you're drinking. So it tells you when it's time to change the filters and takes the guesswork out of knowing when do I need to change them. Our competitors, God bless them all, they have no way of calculating that. And you have to basically write down a time and date and a month when to change your filters. But our unit will actually shut down after consumption of 500 gallons. And how tough is it for a homeowner to service that? I think, I think before a homeowner would tackle replacing those filters, they really ought to watch a couple demonstrations on YouTube at the very least. Because, I mean, you can... You could mess up big time. You pegged it. We YouTube a Kinetico commercial that shows you actually how to change your filters. And I highlight that in every house that I go to, but especially down in Green Valley, because I like to show the folks down there, the wonderful, wonderful people, that they don't need to spend the extra service call for somebody to come out and do it. They can turn on their iPad, their computer, go to YouTube, changing Kinetico K5 filters. It's about an eight to 10 minute process. Once you're done, bam, you're good for another 500 gallons. And it takes how long to get it done? Oh, For the average homeowner. I would say 10 to 15 minutes max. And those filters are good for 500. For, so for a family of two in Green Valley, that's going to last them how long? They're going to get about a year to 15 months. Now, manufacturer specifications, one year, 500 gallons, what actually comes first. And the other good thing is there's actually an indicator on top of the system. So when you open up your kitchen cabinet, you'll know when it's about time. So you can stop by the shop, pick up the filters, and have them on standby. Gives you a little warning there. Okay, so yeah. you took us... Through the filtration system. Now, how about if we've backed up before we get to the undercounter filter and we've softened the water? What, what has happened in the soften? The whole house system, very simple. Water comes in the main off the street, and it feeds in a three-quarter inch, one inch, inch and a quarter pipe into your home. We put the water softener in the garage or somewhere on the side of the house because we're using a patented technology where we use kinetic energy, water pressure. You put an O at the end of Kinetic, you get Kinetico. And that's how our name spun. But being it's a non-electric appliance, the systems can actually go outside on the side of the house as well as the garage without any stress or worries. Inside our Kinetico systems, there's two different type of media. You have coconut shell carbon, which will take out the chlorine taste and odor and make the water palatable from every faucet. Kind of like a big refrigerator filter, Rosie. Okay. The only known enemy to every water softener on the market, including Kinetico, is chlorine. So we split the carbon from the resin. 
So after the water goes to the carbon to extract the, the chlorine, it enters the resin tank. And resin are little plastic synthetic beads that are made by Dow Chemical. And they extract the calcium hardness and keep it in check. Well, after so much calcium bonds to that resin, you won't get soft water anymore. That resin has to be clean. So you use either salt or potassium as a catalyst. Now, some systems out there, they'll use 8 to 10 pounds of sodium and about 60 to 80 gallons of water to back flush and clean in about an hour and a half to two hours. Connecticut only uses one pound of salt, 10 gallons of water in 10 minutes to regenerate. But the neat thing is we have a twin tank system. So when one tank shuts down to purge and clean itself for 10 minutes, the second system keeps giving you a continuous supply so there's no guesswork. You always have 100%. Well, and I think that's a pretty significant improvement that the equipment has been through in the last 20 years. Oh, yes. I mean, we're using a lot less backflush uh, residue. All that extra wastewater. And I, and I see the competitor systems, they, they go anywhere 80 to 100 gallons of water in two hours. And that happens about every, for a family of four, every three to five days. So you're contributing an extra six to 800 gallons of water a month on average with an electric softener versus about mm, 150 to 250 gallons of water a month with a patented Kinetico system. So once we've got the water, we've run it through the ionic exchange. Now we've got a lot of people who are concerned about the sodium that is in the water being carried to the point of delivery. If you actually take a liter container, Rosie, at your kitchen sink, and fill it up and drink it straight down. The residual sodium is 180 milligrams. Do you know what that equates to, Rosie? A loaf of one, 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 one slice of white bread. Tablespoon of peanut butter, eight ounce glass of milk. You'd have to drink a lot and add a lot more salt. I mean, it's a very small amount. Now, but, and then the RO will even pull that out? The Connecticut drinking water station underneath the sink will take sodium out at your kitchen sink, and if we can, we'll feed it to the refrigerator for sodium-free purified water as well. So yes. you're back to that pure, basic H2O. <laughs> hey, it makes it great. When you're in the bathroom in the morning, you get in the shower, and if you don't have a treatment system... You turn on that shower and you smell that chlorine coming out of there. A lot of the ladies, you know, those, those ladies that do use conditioners or coloring their hair, they don't like the effects of that chlorine. Well, by extracting it, it helps the hair, of course. It helps against dermatitis. But it's just damaging that chlorine as to O-rings and flapper valves on the toilets. And then the softening agent will help your skin as well, as well as help your water heater. Do you know what the average life expectancy currently is in Tucson on a water heater with 16 grain of hardness? I'm going to say about seven years, eight years. That's exactly right. And after we put the uh, whole house system in from Connecticut, we've seen folks go 12, 14 years. But the gas savings, the electric savings, because that calcium hardness in the water at 16 grains drops to the bottom of that water heater. You go to take a shower, and that water heater goes to heat up. It's heating up the rock for it heats up the water, so you're burning a lot more energy. So we're going to extract that, make it a lot better. It's a silt pond on the bottom of your water heater. Exactly. And are you familiar with the water heater life of the water heaters in Gila County up in Globe in Miami? No, I'm not, Rosie. <laughs> I, was, I was visiting with a manufacturer, and he says, you know what? We never we, – we, we contest very little warranty calls wherever we are. He says, but when it gets to replacing water heaters in Globe, Miami, 
it's just, it's just carte blanche. I if you've had a problem with it, we replace it. I don't know what the hardness is up there, but man, they that is probably one of the hardest areas. Sounds all. pretty bad. According to this manufacturer's reports, it's pretty rough. So y'all are high at 18 to 25 here in the Tucson here area? Here in Tucson, we're going about 16 to 18 grain of hardness. 16 to Phoenix, 18. Up yeah, in Phoenix, 25 to 30. See, there... I thought we sent all the hardness to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we get that wonderful CAP. They're wonderful people, and we can help treat that water. And we're here with Jack Eversole, the Rosie Certified Water Treatment Expert for the City of Tucson and all of Southern Arizona. He is with Connecticut Water of Tucson. Well, it almost feels like the classroom this morning here at Rose on the House. We're glad you've joined us this morning. We're trying to give you the information you need to make smart, informed, intelligent decisions as it relates to the commodity of water. I mean, wa- water is such a simple element, but it is so complicated. And then you add the marketing and advertising research corporations that are out there developing alternative systems that are just trying to confuse you with nebulous terms and phrases and promises that can't be met. We're going to go back in summary here. I want to give everybody a few takeaways, Jack. Uh, Number one takeaway, if you're interested in water treatment, uh, you've got to watch for the Arizona Water Quality Association certification. That is correct. It's the number one starting point. And I believe that wholeheartedly because this system does not, if the appliance that you're looking at has no certification at all, I'd write down the name. I would contact 480-947-9850, speak to Mr. Dave Perry. And they don't work for you. They don't work for us. They don't work for any water treatment company. They are a third-party advocate for you, the consumer. It's a great place. And Dave Perry's phone number again? That's area code 480 947-9850. There's one part of him that's going to like us after this show, and there's one part of him that's not going to like us after this show. (laughs) He's going to get a lot of phone calls. Yeah, we'll probably hear from Mr. Perry, that's for sure. So we've talked water treatment, all the many different components of it and the different ways it can get done, the different ways it can't get done in in both arenas. Uh, Some of the other takeaways, the plastic bottle myth. The plastic bottle myth. Well, I'm trying to get (laughs) plastic bottles. I mean, they're filling up the landfills throughout the country, and they're they're on the sides of our roads and the trash cans and everywhere. But by putting in your own system, it's going to eliminate having to deal with bottled waters anymore and having your own healthy, purified water at your disposal, at your kitchen sink, and at your refrigerator for you and your family. I get the whole house water treatment system, the RO at the kitchen sink, and then all I've got to do is get down to the hiking shack down the street and buy my Nalgene containers, and I can carry all the clean water I need with me all day long. And no more bottled water containers. Just take your Nalgene sports bottle with you and leave those plastic bottles to someone else. And forever forget toting those uh, exactly. p- those cases of water bottle. From the grocery store home. Yeah. Well, it's certainly been an education. I certainly appreciate you joining us. Jack, you've talked all hour trying to help me educate homeowners about water treatment. 
I haven't even given you a chance to give out. We gave Dave Perry's phone number out about six or eight times, but we haven't even given your phone number out once. You can get a hold of us at 520-293-6687. Go ahead. That's area code 520-293-6687. And y'all are located where? We're at 1870 West Prince Road, right off of Prince and I-10. And when uh, they would call you, how big an area will you go to? Southern Arizona, my area, incorporates all of Tucson, Pima County, parts of Pinal County, up to Casa Grande if needed, but down to Santa Cruz County, Cochise County, Sierra Vista, uh, Sonoida, Patagonia, Nogales, uh, Green Valley, of course, and Rio Rico. And in any of those areas, in particular, would one... Would one of those areas be something you'd want to highlight today I or not? I spend a lot more time nowadays going down to Cochise County, down into uh, uh, down to Fort Huachuca. We're getting more retirees, and they're buying up houses down there and enjoying the good life. And that water down there is very hard. There's a lot of calcium rock. Not quite as bad as Tucson, but it's pretty hard at about 15 grain. Okay, pretty hard work. Well, again, Jack, I appreciate you coming in and visiting with us. It's Connecticut of Tucson. And again, the number? Area code 520-591-3346. And just make sure that you mention that you heard Jack on the Rosie Show. There you go. How about a website? Would you want to send them to a website in particular where they could get a briefing can, of all this equipment that's available? Sure. We can go www.kineticoaz.com, or you can use my personal uh, website, which is Eversall at kineticoaz. Well, Again, thanks for helping me educate the Arizona homeowner as to what water treatment is and isn't. So, folks, I hope you all found this helpful and informative. I hope it guides you as you as you navigate the aisles of the home show or read through the direct mail pieces that come to your house or look at the fancy advertising or watch the infomercials about all of the bad information. I can tell you this. If anyone is trying to scare you into water treatment equipment, you probably have the wrong person at your house. Yes, it does protect you. It does provide you a level of protection. But in very rare cases, are you ever being delivered dangerous water, okay? And there are a lot of salespeople out there that try and fear you into a purchase. That isn't the reason to buy, but it's a great benefit to buying whole house water treatment. The softened water, the more comfort to your skin, the easier wear and tear on your plumbing fixtures and your appliances. It all adds up. Less soap, cleaner hair. Uh, I, I could just go on and on and on. How, how much less soap it takes for your, for your laundry and how much better your clothes feel. And all the bottles were not, the plastic containers were not putting in the landfill. So for that reason, I hope you'll seriously consider treated water. And if you're considering treated water in southern Arizona, call my friend Jack Eversoll with Connecticut Water of Tucson. The number, one more time. That's 520-293-6687. Thank you, Rosie.